Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is Ride or Die. Ride or Die. What do you think about when you think of Ride or Die? I feel like that's one of those quotes that you used a lot whenever you were a child, when you had like a really good friendship. You were like, this is my Ride or Die. If you were born in the 90s or the late 80s. Okay, hands up if you were born in the 90s. Oh, I was in the 90s. I wasn't even born in the 90s. Hands up if you were born in the 80s. Okay, that's me. <laughs> but but the thing is, is, to be born in the 80s, that means you were young in the 90s, which means you knew all those terms yeah, that's and all the cool things. But I feel like Ride or Die is coming back because, so one of the things I got Susan, was it for Christmas? Birthday. Okay, so I got her for her birthday was this Ride or Die bracelet. It was like this, I don't know, the, what, the Little Projects bracelets, and it has like the little beads on it. It says Ride or Die. But uh, anyways, when I was thinking about Ride or Die, I was thinking about Naomi and Ruth in the Bible and how, so Naomi lost everything. She lost her husband, she lost her sons, and so she was left with her daughter-in-laws. And anyways, Ruth ended up being Naomi's like ride or die because, but I thought too that it didn't happen because of something good. Like it didn't happen because she was in a good season. Like friendships don't just always bloom in like good seasons. You don't always find your ride or die people in like good seasons. Sometimes it's in like those tragic seasons Mm -hmm. when you're actually vulnerable and open to where you find people who are truly like the ones that are there to stick by your side because you're in a bad place. So they see you almost like at your worst. And when they love you there, I guess to begin with, it's like, Hey, like when we're at our best, like this is great, you know, because you've already loved me at my worst. I mean, it was a terrible season for me when me and Crystal met. And I think we've probably shared this story a time or two or 10. I don't know, but (laughs) I feel like I share it all the time, but I was in probably one of my lowest seasons. And out of that bloomed a great friendship. And I think people, when you find your people who stay close to you, even through like the tragic times, the hard times, the good, the bad, like those are your ride or die because they've seen you in every season of life and yet they still choose to love you. And I think that that's so important that we don't miss the fact that there are people out there who do care and who do 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 love us enough (laughs) to be able to say like, I see your pain. I see your ugly messiness right now, but I still love you anyway way because mm-hmm. I want to be loved like that so why wouldn't I love my friends like that yeah well, we're talking about it I think you put expectations on friendships so much but there's times where you've put these expectations on your friendships and like you can't even like meet those expectations yourself like you're you're thinking like this friend should be doing this or this friend should be doing that but when you've been in that same situation or you've been like in a low spot or whatever like you couldn't do that so Mm -hmm. like we put these expectations out there on our friends that we're not even able to like commit to ourselves sometimes and it's kind of not reality at all no it's not and and it's just because we get in our heads and we think that we deserve a certain thing I mean selfishness and you know I want my friend to be there for me why can't they see that I need something or that all I need is just like a day out or somebody to call and check on me. I just want to text, you know, yeah. or I just want them to see me or know that I'm in pain. But if we're not using those words to let them know, like, Hey friend, like I'm struggling. Can you come over and sit with me? Do you think we could go get something to eat? Yeah. And I think after, you know, this past week when we had an opportunity to, to get out and go to a conference and get fed into, like, I think the big, one of the biggest parts for me is that I realized like just Really, like getting in the car, turning on music, singing, laughing with the windows down or whatever that looks like and just no agenda, no stress. Like it literally, 
it just gives you a moment of freedom to just let loose, feel free, and to really find, you know, I know we find our joy in God, but that's also good to, to laugh with your friends yeah. and to just be present in that moment and not worry about anything. And that was, like, that was fun and freeing for me. And sometimes, like, that's what you need. And so I've already made up my mind if we're having a bad day, I'm going to be like, all right, like, get your drink, whatever. We're getting in the car. <laughs> we're going for a ride. And we're about to just listen to music, sing, and ride with the windows down. <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. Well, that's one of the things that I used to do. I can remember with one of my girlfriends, um, we would actually get in the car and we would turn up like some kind of crazy girl song, like some fun old song. And man, we, I feel like a woman. No, it wasn't. That was <laughs> that's funny though. No, sure not, Twain. It was more like I don't, I can't even remember. Britney exactly. Spears hit me probably baby something one more time. like that. And I would literally ride down the road. She'd be in the passenger seat, and we would dance and sing so loud, acting so crazy. But it was like you said, it was so freeing in that moment and I feel like as we get older we almost get like kind of uptight in our friendships and we don't allow ourselves to truly be who we are Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like we don't realize that what you said a minute ago like these people choose to love us like Mm -hmm. when you choose to love somebody especially in a vulnerable time in their lives like you're choosing to love that person for everything and so seeing that person for who they actually are is so Mm -hmm. important in friendships to allowing yourself to open up and actually be who you are and have fun with that because these people truly love you they do and it's like with Naomi and Ruth like you were talking about Naomi told Ruth to leave like she didn't want her to stay and Ruth refused she would not leave her she stayed by her side in a tough time for both of them obviously Mm -hmm. but like Naomi was like I want you to go I don't I don't want you to have to stay with me and she chose to stay by her side I mean you're talking about a mother-in-law but they became really strong, good friends through the tragedy that they faced. And so I think that says a lot too, because oftentimes I know if I can speak for myself, like it's so easy for me to push people away. And we've talked about, you know, I don't know if we've ever talked about on here, but in general, just, I was the kind of person who'd been hurt so many times. So I would push people away before they had a chance to know me and see me for who I was, or I would do something to try to hurt them if I felt like they were about to hurt me. Because sometimes you just have instincts and feel like it's coming. And most of the time it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so then I ruined something that could have been good because I was too scared to get close to get hurt again. And so taking risks like that's not easy. But truly, you know, those are the people we need to keep in our life when they're saying like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I am staying. You're not pushing me away just because you're hurting. You're not pushing me away because you don't want me to see you in this season of life. Yeah. Um, We don't all have it together. We all have like hard times where we need the other person to lift us up and we would do the same for them. Yeah. Well, I think it comes to the fact of like allowing people to love you because I feel like when you've been through, you've been hurt by people in the past that you loved and you thought loved you, allowing other people in to love you in a friendship is really hard because the whole mindset is like, you're like, I'm going to be hurt. But the reality, like the what makes sense is we all are going to be hurt. Yeah. Like, it, it is it really a relationship if you're not hurt? I mean, I'm married and we hurt each other. You yeah. know, like that's a relationship. That's where growth happens. That's where, and then and then there's going to be friendships that. Uh, dissipate like I think that's a word that they literally like fade out that Mm -hmm. is just for a season and then there's people that are ride or die they're lifers you know so I mean it it happens that way and I think I think what we're called to is to open ourselves up 
to actually accept these friendships Mm -hmm. in, to be able to have people to love on us, even if it's for a season. Um, And sometimes it's, you know, when you've been broken, when friendships have ended, when it's really hurt really bad. I mean, I I was actually friends with somebody for... um, a couple years and or maybe it was a year I don't even know but our friendship ended and it broke me like it broke me to pieces I remember crying for months because I grieved that friendship um and I think that that has allowed me at some points to hold myself back from allowing other people to love me in that aspect until you've gained my trust over a period of time and sometimes within that period of time people are like well she's not opening up to mm-hmm. me enough I'm gonna walk away and for me I'm like those people that stay until like I finally open up I'm like okay those are my people so I I will say and I I will challenge people and in myself in that is not to allow yourself to be so closed off because of previous hurt and allow yourself to trust until somebody actually doesn't give you a reason to trust them even though that's really hard and just know like people people are going to make mistakes people are human obviously nobody's perfect and that's where communication comes into play and Susan's really good about that and making sure that I'm communicating (laughs) their feelings but I mean it's hard it's a relationship it's really hard to build that but you know friendship is so important it sure is. I think I think of all the times that I've pushed people away, and I, I know for myself as I matured in that, and I, I really found my people, you know, yeah. I say find your people. And once I started to realize what I had, you don't want to lose that, but you also have to figure out going forward, like how do I make sure this friendship is thriving? How do yeah. I make sure that it's always growing, not, grow, not staying stagnant? How do I make sure that I'm giving as much as I'm taking, if not more, like yeah. making sure that I'm always pouring into them? Um, and not just in this for selfish desires. And I, I knew for me that that was something like I wanted to know how to maintain mm-hmm. because I didn't want to lose the people that I had. And I think that's important too, is that we have the mindset of not wanting to just always be given to, but we also want to give as well. And I know there's seasons like we've talked about that you're not going to have as much to give and that's where it weighs out. That's the same with marriage. Like yeah. some days you just don't have as much to give or put on the table, but mm-hmm. that's where they come in and they pick up the, the amount and they say it's 50-50, we meet in the middle, but it's not always the case. I was about to say the same thing. Sometimes it's 75%, yeah. sometimes, you know, it's 15. Like it really, you just it depends on what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Like there's no right or wrong, but I think as long as we have the mindset that I'm going to treat this friendship with love and I'm going to treat it respectfully and be who I need to be and who my friend needs me to yeah. be for them. Like, I think that that stands out a lot. And I, there was, I was trying to find it because when we were gone this past week for the, the conference, somebody had made a comment about, um, being hurt. And I don't remember, do you remember what it was? Like getting close enough to get hurt. Oh my goodness, that was such a good comment. No, and I don't have it in my um, I don't have it in my notes section on my phone. But it was something on the lines or aspect of um, giving yourself. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna butcher this. But giving yourself room to get hurt allows you to heal or something like that wasn't like healing in it or hope it was so good oh my goodness it was really good and I'm sitting here trying to search for it and I can't find it and I wish I could but it basically it was just basically saying like how will you ever people were talking about getting hurt and friendships and stuff or if someone hurt you and they were basically saying like if you never give people a chance to to hurt you you'll never 
actually heal or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was or, something yeah. like that. Like, it was really good. I wish I could find it. I'm sitting here looking for it, and I can't find it. But it was really good the way that they had said it. And I was like, oh, that's good. And even our pastor was like, oh, that really spoke to me, you yeah. know. And it did stand out a lot. But, I, you know, I was thinking about how um, – let me pull it up here. You know, the scripture says, Proverbs 27, Proverbs 27, 9 says, The heartfelt counsel of a friend as a sweet as perfume and incense. And you think about like perfume and how good perfume smells. Yeah. And so God created us for relationships. He created us for friendships. And I just think it's so important that, you know, we we don't isolate ourselves yeah. or we're not living in so much fear that we don't give ourselves an opportunity to have someone love us. Like, we deserve to be loved because a lot of times that's, that's another thing is we feel like we're unworthy to be loved by other people because of what we've done, where we've been, where you know, what we've been through. And a lot of times we don't allow ourselves to get close because me personally, I'm very private. I don't like people knowing my business. I have trust issues. And when I'm opening up that door, I'm setting myself up for heartache. I'm yeah. setting myself up for vulnerability, transparency, and to know that sometimes these people's intentions with my information may not be the best. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's where discernment comes in. And I think, you know, I know sometimes we can be blindsided by things and we think we trust someone and they take it, run with it, and they damage us from yeah. what they, you do with that information. But I think it's just so important that we really just invite God into those friendships mm-hmm. to show us like who do you want my people to be yeah well relationship you I mean you hear it all the time especially if you are in church or you've even heard messages probably before but um, Jesus didn't have five million friends he had 12 that walked with him and then he had three very close people that were inside his circle and I think it it goes to show you that like not everybody is your people not Mm -hmm. everybody are your person not everybody is in that circle not everybody even is going to walk with you throughout life but you have to open that door even to those people that hurt you You look at Judas Judas hurt him he was in his his 12 you know so like I I mean people are going to hurt you there are going to be seasons of that and even Jesus shows us in his walk like there's season what was it Peter denied him Mm -hmm. so I mean like there's going to be people that come in your path that are close to you that love on you and that ultimately hurt you but um i wish we could remember that quote but hurting you've got to realize too that there's going to be a time in your life and in friendship that you're going to probably hurt somebody as well it's true and would you want them to walk away from you like i said i'm not saying like you said they're put up with like an abusive friendship or something like that but like would you want them to walk away from you especially if you're in a season of hurt and hurt people hurt people right yeah so would you want this person or these people to walk away from you because you're hurting or would you want them to hold you accountable and be a friend to you in that season Mm -hmm. and be like look i know you're hurting i know you're having a hard time but i love you so don't hurt me because i want to be here for you i would much rather hear that in a friendship than have somebody turn away and walk away from me because you know I mean, ultimately, to me, if somebody walks away, it makes me feel like they don't believe yeah. in who I am and what I'm trying to, you know, not accomplish, but what I'm what I'm walking through, having to walk through. So I feel like that's just so important. It is important, and I, I tell you, when my with my own walk, with my own friendships, I that's something I've had to learn is to. Um, 
want and desire a good friend who's going to tell me the truth in love versus what I want to hear. Because for so many years, I mean, in my younger years, I spent time with the friends who tell me what I wanted to hear. I'm like, I look good in this, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. I would want them to say yes. And if they would have said absolutely not, I'd have been upset. Or if it goes even deeper than that in a situation and I'm needing advice. So I, I just... I've matured over the years in that area, and I think we all have, and we all should if we have it, in the fact that like um, we should want them to speak the truth and love to us, because I do do that for my people. Sometimes I pray on it longer than others if I feel like it's really sensitive to this situation, you know, but yeah. something I had said this weekend was um, have thick skin and a soft heart. So mm-hmm. like have yeah. thick skin, but open your heart, have a soft heart to what people may approach for you. And it also said, don't make building relationships with women something you put on the back burner. Yeah. And that's something that I think a lot of us are guilty of doing because of the, the fear of being yeah. hurt or just not trusting people. But I mean, honestly, I think about... For so long, I prayed for Christian friendships. Mm -hmm. I was like, God, please give me these women because I'm thirsty for it and I don't have that right now. I I desired it. And for so long, I didn't have that. And I was in isolation and I was by myself. But it was there that God worked on me and prepared me for what it was like to even be a friend. And that may have been what it was. Like he needed to teach me what it was, like what I was seeking and desiring so much of a friendship, teaching me like, this is what you have to do for them. These are the desires of your heart, but you should be treating them in the same way. Mm -hmm. And at the most unexpected times when he brought that for me. And so now I look back on it and I'm like, okay, well maybe that's why my whole like perspective shifted on that on friendship because I went so long for something I wanted, but didn't have. It's crazy to me because I was just thinking about it. I've had to deal with some things like friendship things with teaching my um, my son recently of just like how friendships are and honestly looking at it from an adult perspective and you know how everybody's heart really determines like the way that they treat other people etc but I look back on my own life especially when I'm like I was in middle school or high school and I look at the friendships that I had and I really had I guess this is why they have say like have childlike faith. I really had no expectations for my friends then. Like there was no like you have to do this for me or I'm going to do this for you because you did this for me. There was no like there was no expectations whatsoever for my friendships. Like we were just truly just friends. Mm -hmm. Like, and if something were to happen, then we would either talk about it or there was times where we would just go our separate ways. And like it, that was just it. As an adult, I feel like, I think I said this the other day to somebody, I feel like we have overcomplicated things so much because we get so much in our heads. We started thinking about, well, what does this person think? Like, does this person Mm -hmm. care? Is this, and maybe it's it was just me as a kid. I don't know. You can speak for yourself because I, I just don't remember ever like thinking too much about those things. I don't think I ever really – I've not ever been a person that has really thought about as far as like if this person likes me or they mm-hmm. don't. I mean, of course, it's run through my mind before. But as far as like dwelling on those things, I haven't. I don't feel like I have. Mm-hmm. But – I have been hurt because of situations like that. I, I don't know. I just don't remember thinking those things like mm-hmm. as a child. Like I don't remember overcomplicating things and being like, oh my goodness, this person doesn't like me. So what am I going to do? Like how do I overcompensate mm-hmm. myself to make this person like me? It was just like, okay, well, I'm going to find another friend. You know, yeah. like I just, I feel like as adults, we really have like begin to overcomplicate even relationships mm-hmm. that 
we just look so much in depth and we have to have answers and we have to know and we have to process through our heads and it's just like just live like just be just have a friendship like don't sit there and put so many expectations that you literally are miserable because they are never met yeah I think when you're younger too and I know for myself like you just jump into friendships like you just meet people and like whether it be in class or the people you're at the bus with or the people you play sports with like whatever that is like you just instantly become friends with people yeah. because you just talk. That's what kids do. Yeah. And then it's like, I remember the middle school days where it was like backstabbing really started taking place. Yeah. And your friend might talk about you to somebody else or all of a sudden shift and be gang up on you with somebody else. And you're like, wait, what just happened? And then you find your crowd and y'all gang up on them. I mean, that's how it was for us anyway. And then we had these two tables at lunch that were literally against each other every day, yeah. fighting back and forth, throwing food at each other. It was ridiculous. But now like I look back and we worked through that and we are all friends again by high school. Like mm-hmm. it was just dumb stuff, but like the friendship then is very different than now. And I know you go through things. Like I had a really, like I would say she was my best friend in middle school and high school. And we went through some tough stuff together and, it was hard, but instead of us walking through it together, we literally both ran from yeah. the problem um, just because it was tragic. And we never, I mean, we did have one phone call. Like, when I say she moved, like, she moved to another town, like, yeah. hours away. And then I moved, and it was just one of them things, like, we ran from it. We finally did talk one day, but we haven't. I would say, like, if I saw her, I'd talk to her. And every now and then I may comment on something on Facebook, but literally, like, it wrecked our friendship. And it mm-hmm. wasn't nothing either one of us did it was just a situation and I think about that and I'm like so then you have those situations where you just kind of walk away you grow apart or you know that the friendship sometimes can be too painful to keep and so I think it is a lot more complicating as we get older because we face a lot more tragic situations even though children do as well but I think we're learning how like mentally to process things and work through things or how to fight or flight or whatever it may be and I don't know like it's just it can be hard but it's also not meant to be hard like we just love people like we want to be loved and we do for others like we would want them to do for us and really it's not that hard but the problem is you can't find committed people who have a heart like you do you know yeah well it's crazy I was just thinking about this I have a friend who I've been friends with for a very long time I don't know maybe over I definitely over well and I'm sitting here trying to think how long (laughs) let's see Kaylee was two so we're talking about uh, 18 17 years I guess well, we've been yeah. friends for a really long time and um I mean when you're in a rela- I haven't even been married to my husband that long you know <laughs> I mean when you're in a friendship in a relationship there's going to be stuff that happens obviously mm-hmm. we've grown up kind of like in a young adulthood to adulthood together and um we have seen each other grow. We've seen each other fall. We've seen mm-hmm. each other in bad relationships. We've seen each other in good relationships. We've been there through marriage. Like, all, I'm sitting here thinking about this. I'm like, wow. But, I mean, literally, there was a season in our life where she wasn't in a very good place. And, like, we literally got into an altercation. Like, and I thought, oh, this is done. Like, this mm-hmm. is the end of our friendship. And I can remember her reaching out to me. I don't know if I would have reached out because I don't know if it was pride or I just didn't feel like I was in the wrong or like, I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if I, I'm sure eventually I probably would have, but she ended up reaching out to me before I reached out to her and she was like, I need to meet with you. We need to talk about what happened. And I was like, okay. And so we, I, I, we went up to White Oak and we're at Garner at Chick-fil-A and, and now I'm giving like way too many yeah, details. Yeah, you are. They're probably. like, where's that at? Yeah. <laughs> let, me Google, let me Google that. 
Anyways, and so uh, we went up there. We met it. We met. We sat down at Chick Fil A. We, we had chicken nuggets. Yeah, had salad. Probably we had a milkshake. Who knows? <laughs> and um, we sat down and we were like talking about things. And honestly, like we sat there and we cried together mm-hmm. and talked about the place that we were in and the place that she was in. And like we literally wept together. Yeah. And we were like, we don't want this to be the end of our friendship. Like you mean more to me than what just happened. And. You know, I mean, I'm still friends with this girl, like, and we're on two different pages and honestly our lives and like, I I mean, we're in two different seasons really. And we always kind of almost have been sort of. Mm -hmm. And so, well, I don't know, maybe not, but anyways, that's a friendship. Yeah. Like a ride or die, like there's somebody that is not going to allow something that happens to walk away Mm -hmm. without first I do truly think that sometimes it, it, you do need to walk yeah. away, but without truly first communicating mm-hmm. and being like, is this, is this it? Or, you know, like, or do we want this to continue? Like that's in any mm-hmm. relationship. Like I'm, I'm not ever going to leave a, like a relationship without actually having a conversation with someone that I really love. Why would I do that in a friendship? Yeah. Like, why would I just like walk away? Even though I probably have actually done that before. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I feel like you are yeah. always learning. And I think those people that are your ride or die people that you know, like, and I feel like everybody should have them. Like mm-hmm. you actually take that time to be concerned, even if you may not agree. Right. Well, and then there's those friends too real quick that um you may not see anymore you may have grown apart but you were like best friends growing up they may have moved somewhere else like for me I have my childhood best friend moved away states over but when we do talk or if she does come to town and we meet we pick up where we left off at like it's like we never had years in in between right um or if something was wrong either way, I know I could pick up the phone and call her or vice versa and be like, hey, I need you or I need this. Like, yeah. I mean, those are also ride or die friendships. Uh-huh. I feel like even if it's not somebody that's consistent in your life anymore because you just can't be. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, there's many different levels of, of ride or die and friendships. And there's just some that you're closer with, that you see more, that you do more with. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's important if you don't have one to at least have one. Find one. Yeah. Be one to someone. And just know that that doesn't just happen in like your good seasons like yeah. you might not just be like oh everything's going great in my life I don't know if that's ever a thing but anyways like oh everything's going great in my life it could be during like you're grieving the loss of somebody it could be during like the hardest season of you dealing with your children it could be something like that where somebody comes along who's willing to love you in that season who honestly will be that ride or die person yeah. for you so I would actually say like make sure you're vulnerable even though you it might be a hard 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 thing for you to do open your heart a little bit and be vulnerable so that you can really truly find those people because jesus had them we should have them too that's right so we hope that y'all can take something from this because i felt like that truly came from the heart from both of us just sharing (laughs) some of our own experiences and current and past but we we enjoy our time with y'all each week and we look forward to speaking to you next week yeah all right guys Bye. bye